a comment on a phrase that occurs over and over again in the Bible. It is the phrase, all things. It is a phrase that shakes us out of our apathy, our contentment with less than what God has called us to, with some things. No, God calls us to keep pressing into all things that he has purchased for us. It is a uh, phrase that uh, requires us to believe in the supernatural power of God's grace because when you see all of the things that he claims, all of the things he calls us to press into, it is impossible. And yet, he calls us to believe the impossible is possible with him. Uh, the Bible says that all things were lost and were damaged, and were corrupted as a result of uh, the fall of Adam into sin in Genesis chapter 3, and literally all things were negatively impacted. Uh, it impacts relationships, goals, emotions, plans, dominion, the environment. Literally every aspect of the heavens and the earth was negatively impacted by the fall of Adam into sin. And Psalm 8 says that Jesus would come to reverse everything that was impacted by the fall. And that psalm specifically refers to the moon and stars and babies and sheep and oxen, birds, fish, literally all created things. Everything lost in the fall is regained by, by Christ. But since it was sin that negatively impacted this universe, it's obviously got to be Christ's grace that will reconcile all things to himself. And so in the Lord's table, the wine symbolizes Christ's blood that was shed for us. And Colossians 1 says, not just for us, but his blood will reconcile all things that have been alienated uh, in this universe, whether things in heaven or things on earth. Now it starts with us individually, and that's where some of the focus will be. Because 2 Corinthians 5 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So you might see some things in your own life that are really out of accord with God's law. You need to see those as things that are enemies of Christ, enemies of God that need to be reconciled uh, to God. It may be your use of your time is not lining up with God's word or your entertainment or your work or your relationships. We should never be at peace with anything in our lives that God is not at peace with. When you come to the Lord's table, you're committing yourself to be on God's side and to say, Lord, continue to reconcile all of the things in my life that are out of accord with your word. Of course, we can't do this on our own, but in Revelation, Jesus says, I am making all things new. By his grace, he is making all things new, and when he says all things, he means literally all things. Um, uh, here's what Paul said, how extensive that all things is. 1 Corinthians 15, 27 through 28, for he has put all things under his feet, that's a quote from Psalm 8, but when he says all things are put under him, it is evident that he, that is God, who put all things under him is accepted. Now, when all things are made subject to him, then the Son himself will also be subject to him who put all things under him, that God may be all in all. So if God claims your time, your money, your health, then you need to be a good steward of your time, your money, and your health to his glory. 
Uh, and by partaking of communion, you're acknowledging, Lord, I need your grace in order to be able to, to do this. Gary's going to be speaking on the theme of next year, uh, stewardship. To be faithful stewards, we need his grace, but his grace is sufficient to make us faithful stewards. So if God claims your food, your PJs, your hairdos, and your dentures, you need to care for all of those things in a way that honors him. And the Lord's table is a table that calls us to be better and better stewards by his grace. Now, it's not instant perfection. Hebrews 2.8 says, we do not yet see all things put under him. And that's why we come to the Lord's table every single week, because we need to continually be renewed in his grace, renewed for our work every week. Acts 3.21 talks about the times of refreshing from heaven uh, and that Jesus has to remain in heaven until he has restored all things. So there's a long process of time uh, before that happens. 1 Corinthians 15 says the same thing, that he must remain at the right hand of the Father until every enemy is put under his feet. The point is, he will never rest until all enemies are under his feet. We should never rest until every square inch of our lives is put under his feet. This is a new covenant meal, and it points to all things being made new. In fact, you might want to do an experiment sometime. Just type in the phrase, all things, into your computer concordance if you got one. If you don't, buy one. <laughs> They're great. They're fun tools. And just see how extensive it is that the fall affected everything and how extensively God's grace will affect everything. Let me just read you some samples. Ephesians 1 Verse 10, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Ephesians 1.22, and he put all things under his feet, gave him to be head over all things to the church. He who descended is also the one who ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. Colossians 1, for by him all things are created that are in heaven, that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. So as we come to the Lord's table, Jesus is saying, I am making all things new. And we're saying, amen, Lord, renew me. Make me more and more conformed to your image. And so let's come to this table, both with commitment and with faith. Father God, we thank you for this table that reminds us that on our own, we are nothing. We cannot do it. And yet that also reminds us that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And I pray, Father, that this would not only be a pledge of our stewardship, that we will do all things to your honor and to your glory, commit everything that we have to you, but that your grace is also sufficient for the stewardship. And so to that end, help us, Father, as we come to make this pledge to do so with faith, with hope, with joy, that where sin abounds, your grace abounds much more. Set aside these common elements to a holy use, and may you be glorified in our partaking. In Jesus' name.
Amen.